All right, welcome to Crafty Radio's pre-show, a special <laughs> Tuesday recording. What is this playing in the background? You just happen to have it on, so you're just like, yeah, oh, just keep playing. This, I was listening to uh, some mixed channel on Amazon Music. It was uh, Indie Weekend, and this is Neon Indian singing a song called Annie. Pop that top. And, oh, opener. Gotta get some alcohol in there. Samuel right. Adams, the official beer of the pre-show. <laughs> Which one is this? This is uh, Hoppy Red. Hoppy red. And by official, I mean not official, but since there's so much beer they, they send, send us, us. They send us a lot. I mean, we, we do do a lot, but I mean, we can't do every beer they send us. So, thank you, Sam Adams. Your your contribution is noted. I was just uh, in, um, I was going to say Australia. <laughs> Arizona. It might have seemed like a long flight, but it wasn't yeah. that long. I was just in Arizona for, uh, for the weekend, uh, visiting the Grand Canyon. Uh, that was very interesting and cool, and I'm glad I did it. And um, then yesterday, I got home at like one in the morning. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, uh, stupidly decided to watch Westworld. So <laughs> I got to sleep in at three and uh, was kind of just dead the whole day, managing to get some work done. Got home about five thirty yesterday. And slept until 8.30 in the morning. So mm-hmm. I just... Right through. I think I got to go to the bathroom once. Alright, so do you want to talk about Westworld now or later? It's up to you. Talk I'll, about it now. Yeah, alright. Uh, what so, do you... So, it sounds like you're pretty disappointed with it. Uh, yes, I think that would be an accurate right. uh, summation. I don't... I'm not, a, I'm not as hard on it. I didn't hate it. I thought that... I didn't say I hate it. Okay. Just disappointed. Just disappointed. Okay. I'm... Yeah, I guess... I don't know. I, I I hesitate to say disappointed, but there were some several things that were, re- like, that wound out that was like, oh, really? Uh-huh. Like, they went that way with it? Yep. Like, you know, so I told you from early on, I was really excited about the consciousness emerging from the machine. Mm-hmm. And then they reveal that someone has hacked Maeve to have this storyline of escaping from Westworld. Right. So her whole thing was not consciousness. It was it was Dolores who was emerging consciousness. And her story was shoved in the background for eight episodes. So we never even got to see really how that played out. Uh-huh. And the whole story of consciousness that you were interested in turned out to just be a shaggy dog story. Uh-huh. Uh, one of several that was in the show. Um, you know... Do you know the term Shaggy Dog Story? Cause I, I, I don't. Okay, so I mentioned it on, on, in Twitter, and, and um, I was asked the question by... Uh, let's see, who was it who asked me? Uh, Thornton's Wall. Who's Thornton's Wall? A listener. Yeah. Uh, he asked me, you know, what's Shaggy Dog Story? Well, Shaggy Dog Story is... Uh, um, I didn't see any of your Westworld-related tweets, by the way, so... Okay. They're all new to me. So let me let me I could say, but I think the the tweet response was best. Mm-hmm. So because it's 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 uh, succinct. Uh, a Shaggy Dog story is a long-winded story with lots of extraneous details that end up being unimportant as it ends on an anticlimax. So all the details mm-hmm. are put in end up completely unimportant because it's an, a good example would be the Aristocrats joke is a big mm-hmm. Shaggy Dog story. Um, the, the joke of the Aristocrats is that is the Shaggy Dog part of it. But right. a Shaggy Dog story is you're telling this whole long-winded story for one, and the end turns out to have nothing to do with that whole big long-winded story. I mean, this 
that that kind of that kind of explains Maeve's storyline. Her storyline was fun, you, you know, and I enjoyed it. And I then the I don't know until it, it really it was, bugged me because the Maeve story seemed like it was going to be really good. It seemed like because it seemed like here you here you have finally you know you had the story of the emerging consciousness yeah. right and. That looked like it was going to be a developing story, and you're going to see how they developed. And then they decided to play it like a video game and have someone bump up her stats, and it just it it made it it turned the whole thing into a joke. Uh, So there wasn't any story there; it was just all artificial. I guess I I still just from a gratuitous point of view, I enjoyed them shooting up the back home. Right from from a gratuitous, you know, yeah. Terminator but you're right. Type thing. But you're that right because fun. I mean, from episode one, it looked like Teddy or Dolores was going to emerge, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, it's Maeve. What a twist! You know, it's the whore that's right. going to have the emerging um, consciousness, and then it turns out that you know she's been programmed to do that by right. some unknown actor at this point. The whole Ford's new narrative was a big shaggy dog story. All of the Men in Black. William stuff that everyone figured out was you know not nearly as you know mind blowing as they thought it was it was obviously mm-hmm. and the fact that like like I said I can appreciate doing the whole two timeline structure if both of those timelines or time uh, not timelines but time um, periods give you information about the character. Mm-hmm. That that you wouldn't get if you just saw a linear narrative, but that's not what they did. They just did it, especially in the last in those those last three episodes before this one were were awful. This this one, I mean, in terms of, I, I like this episode better than the three episodes before. Okay, but I really didn't like those three episodes because right. they, they they shoved all yeah. that stuff to the side and they and they just had this it just be like tiny little plot right. points. That so the whole the whole William storyline. Mm-hmm. So you told me early on that you know that that was a different timeline and as soon as you said that i don't think we talked about specifically but i was figuring out which one of those two characters is ed harris's character the man in black and i thought it was billy but i wasn't sure Mm. the biggest thing i was using to convince myself that this wasn't going to prove out was the clothing that dolores was wearing because in the current timeline i don't recall her so what what we found out to be the current timeline I don't recall her changing into pants. Okay. Right? You know, so I couldn't figure out how she got to the church. But she was just tracing her steps. Where old William found her. But what spawned her to get from being dragged into the barn to the church? Uh, I mean, is there there any scenes I'm missing that you can think of between... Ed, Ed Harris dragging her into the barn. The only implication is is that she got thrown onto this loop that is like they mentioned before they go through their loops and that's how they remember and stuff. So she was just following those steps, right? But it, the journey she took with young Billy wasn't a loop, right? It was well, it was way back, and so she was remembering it, and so she was following all those steps. That's all I got. So she's just, I know, I know. I'm talking through it. (laughs) So she just walks like a zombie till she gets to some place and then, you know, thinks that she was there because of the previous story. Yeah, it's a big narrative cheat, right? I mean, yeah, it's weak, right? Yeah. So that's the biggest thing. That was the biggest element I was using to say maybe it's not, maybe Billy is not old Mm -hmm. William, right? That because Dolores doesn't flow from A to B. Right. Does, she doesn't seem to get there. 
even though you know the last three episodes i mean it's she's she's wearing pants and a dress in the same scene in the same shot mm-hmm. so i mean it gets gets super that's when you know she's losing her mind or gaining consciousness whichever way you consider right. she's going because mm-hmm. i mean that's what these robots do is they either go insane from living in westworld for too long or emerge i guess I guess, but I don't, I don't really know. I mean, we are it's, led to believe at the, at the end that Dolores has achieved consciousness on some, in some way because now she, she knows She that, realizes she has an internal monologue right. where n- most hosts don't. Right. That, okay, was, was there ten episodes of good stuff leading up to that moment? <laughs> right, not because you look like Maeve was the one with the self awareness. I mean, well, it looks like they were telling a lot of little stories about this kind of thing, right? Yeah. It is almost uh, an anthology in one park of yeah. different robots. Well, sure. Dead. I mean, that's what it seemed like. It seemed yeah. like the park, and yeah, episode one, two. This is what I was saying. Mm-hmm. I think I said on the show is it looks like you know we're seeing a bunch of stories, and I figured the emergent properties would kind of manifest themselves in different ways. Mm -hmm. And it would be an interesting study in seeing the different ways that things emerge. That would be a really interesting show. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I thought it was going to go. Instead, we got this really glossy, right? Very, very good looking, very well produced, very well acted kind of empty vessel. Did you see that there was an after the credit scene? Yes. Okay. I, was was there any other after the credit scenes? No, no, it was just the Terminator stuff. Which but was, I mean, but which I mean, was fun. It, it, it was very well, fun. I, I, I never, I never played through the credits and yeah, yeah, just uh, happened to this time. Yeah. So I saw the after the credit scene. No, there were there were no others. There's no others. Other. Okay. Um. So, yeah, it, it reminded me a lot of Inception, another Nolan thing, right? Where mm-hmm. very pretty, lots of neat, you know, neat ideas thrown in there. When you try to look back on it, it feels very empty. And it feels like there's Interstellar. Another, yeah, <laughs> right? I, haven't, I haven't seen Interstellar yet. Uh, Just the um, what was that show? Um, Odd Space or Oh, Other Space, uh, Other yeah. Space. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the comedy or the parody of it. Uh, it's um. Yeah, I'm just really disappointed because it, it turned out to be a paper tiger. It turned out to be as empty as I thought it was. Very pretty. Yeah. And that's, I mean, there's... like I said, very disappointed because one of my treats was there's so much potential in this show. We just talked about some great things yeah. you could do with that kind of talent where on all levels of production. Mm-hmm. If you had somebody making some interesting stories, man. Right. There was, you know, there's still parts that I'm still very happy with. Um, you know, the little jokes they throw in, like when, um, what's his name? The, the Asian uh, doctor repair guy, when Felix, he, Felix, when he sees Bernard for the first time uh-huh. and he's like, what? He's a host. He looks at his hands and Maeve says, nobody, <laughs> not, you know, that was, um, I don't even know whether that's true. I, I don't, I don't know whether it's true that he's not a host. Right. Don't know whether it's true, but it was, it was, a. A joke to the audience because right. people were thinking, who else outside of Westworld right. who works at the factory right. may be hosts, right? So it was a joke to that. Um, i trying to think. There was a couple other ones that were good recently. Oh, did you see? So um, the, that one guy took when they were... Um, I guess I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to make an excuse here. I guess you could make the excuse 
that Maeve, you know, her program was for her to exit, but she decided the end to go back for her child. So is that her starting to listen to her own inner monologue? And if so... Right, I don't... If so, how does that make her anything but human? Because she's going back for something that is very human thing to do. Well, it's not only... It's not necessarily a human thing to do because she doesn't have... It's a human thing to to, to hold on to that emotional thing. Yeah, less. and just respond to the emotional thing. Yeah. You could say so. I I read it as if she didn't crack the tablet, he was going to say she gets off the train. Mm. Now, why Westworld shut down and went black right then? I wasn't. You know, I'll be curious. I just thought power saving. You, know, you don't need to. Oh, because the last train had left yeah. for the night. Yeah, maybe that's it. I mean, it's under. You know the the security lockdown and you know they're murdering ha- the entire yeah, board. The, well, how can they? Uh, it, it did well, seem, I mean, um, it didn't seem way too easy. For he did, to Ford doesn't really care, right? I mean, he right, sure. committed suicide by host and mm-hmm. and then just wanted to burn the whole thing down. Right. So he's murdering the board. Right? No, no. I, it, it's not that. It, no, it just it's just how how do they have such. They have security people with fucking P90 machine guns <laughs> mm-hmm. that don't seem to be trained in how to use military-level machine guns. They were awful shots. I, I That kind of thing bugged me a bit, too. The way I actually self-justified self-just, it by saying, you know, their stats were pumped up. So they had to, in filming the scene, make them horrible shots to show how amazing the hosts were mm. at shooting. I mean, I, I, I agree. They were awful shots. They yeah. didn't, they didn't land a single shot. Oh, they did not land a single. They didn't use any tactics. They didn't. Yeah. yeah. So I, I justify that weekly by saying it, it's kind of skewed just to show that the hosts were like ninjas. I mean, I, if, if you have, P90s, then you are anticipating one hell of a resistance, right? I mean, those are <laughs> high-level military submachine guns. You're not, you're not going in. I mean, if you're going in there expecting little robots you can take down with voice commands and tasers, yeah. that's what you would have. Yeah, I mean, they weren't. They look like P90s, but they were future guns. I mean, <laughs> oh, I they, they were right. I mean, they had basically unlimited magazines. They were no recoil. I mean, they were future guns. They weren't, but they okay. look like a P90, but. They're still assault rifles. Well, aren't they submachine guns? No. Okay, submachine guns. But they were still... Yeah, they were that. But I don't think that they were meant... They were meant to... I like, mean, I, I, I liked parts of the action scene. Like, I liked them with the glee at them at using the... <laughs> like, <laughs> these are better than yeah. the 30-30. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they were good notes. You know, it, it's just... Did you see when um, good the girl th- throws the guy through the glass... And that dude turns, dude was about to turns around, and he's like, "Stop!" Sees all motor function, but underneath his smock, he had a hard on. Yes, I did see that. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep, yep. But yeah, I did yeah disappointment is what I felt. Disappointment, and um, and it means that I will be, uh, I will not be very. Enthused. I will definitely check out. The I'm curious season. to see where it picks up, where it goes. Yeah. Right? I mean, because yeah. 
But how, how can you imagine if it doesn't grab me in a couple episodes, then I, I'll be done. How can you imagine any scenario where they're not shutting down the park? Yeah, right. And and then okay, so how do the hosts have their own little um, reservation? They can't. I mean, they're not going to be able. Well, I guess they don't have to eat, right? You, but you could cut off the energy. They have to be powered somehow. They're not. And they're still with. they're still made of some kind of meat, right? That needs sustenance. Yeah, I guess you could say it's silicon or something like that. Silicone. It could be a the fact that they they restored the the cut dude who unless he oh with the with the same tool yeah good point good point unless it's just like a super glue vapor thing <laughs> could Ben that can that can restore arteries if you glue the edges together I guess um, same that could work on both silicone silicone and flesh I didn't see a scar on him after. The next day, so I, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, a lot like so, so much, so many chances for things to be good, and just mm, it feels so frustrating because, well, okay, so Teddy and Dolores's last scene, or uh, before Dolores dies from the knife wound, it's on the beach in front of the audience. Mm-hmm. How far back does that play go? Right, the what the the that the board is watching. Like, how does it? Is it just when they ride up on the beach, or is it all the way back to? I have no idea. Do you, do you think the newest season is going to be just a perspective of the board? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there were some bad performances too. What's your name? Who played Charlotte was terrible. Um, the guy who played the the other act, the other uh, writer, was terrible. Um, so mid, in, in oh, the midst of, yeah. of the good performance, I mean, I think the guy that played the other writer is supposed to be a pompous twit. Yes, he's supposed to be a pompous twit. I thought he did a bad job of it. Oh, okay. Uh, and it felt too actory, I guess. It felt, it felt too, too pompousy and too twitty. Too, too fake. Too, yeah, yeah too theatrical. Um, well, that seemed like one of the inside jokes too. Is when he was programming the guy who was eating the leg. He's like, instead of saying fresh, say moist. You know. Uh, yeah, and, and and if that was one character, that was okay. But the, like I said, the one who played Charlotte wasn't very good. The, the one who played the um, the executive that was humping Bernard uh, mm-hmm. didn't really. That story never amounted to anything. That character never really amounted to anything. Uh, it was a way for Ford. I mean, that character gave Ford information about the board's temperature. I, I guess we, it is clear that Ford was planning this for a while. So, but probably through Bernard's affair with her, right? I mean, that's well, no, because well, if you I mean if he was by a justification, he wanted this to happen. You know, this was uh, his grand thing. So, I don't know. It, it's it's all it it all feels very shaggy dog. It all feels like you know. So you think he was planning on on a massacre? Yeah, and he just didn't. Turn a few knobs after he was fired to turn it into right. a massacre. I remember what, I, I wasn't able to talk to you about it, but I did say something about how the last because uh, last time I talked to you, you hadn't seen episode nine. Mm-hmm. But I said like that the end of that episode didn't phase me in the least because oh, Bernard shot himself. But I knew Bernard was going to come right back. That was not that was one thing that bugged me was how Ford was nonchalant about 
seeing Bernard again. Yeah. Like, not like, who fixed you or anything. He didn't give, well, he maybe didn't give it because he knew he was going to be dead in half an hour, but. Not only that, but, but he, it was the plan all along for, for Maeve to come and fix him. So. Oh. <laughs> so you think Ford had, wasn't aware of Maeve's yeah. story? Okay. He was the one who programmed it. I know it said Arnold in there, but who else would have Arnold's access? Oh, okay. Shaggy dog story. Was there anything to Abernathy getting smuggled out of the park? Or? There was nothing. Yeah. That, that never led anywhere. Uh, so many so many things just didn't lead anywhere. Didn't go anywhere. Just just spinning in loops while we, we went from episode 1 to episode 10. Because that's where the only act, things actually happened in episode 1 and episode 10. And the rest of it was just spinning in loops while Ford was writing his little story. And that's, that's a shaggy dog story right there. It's yeah. exactly what a shaggy dog story is. I mean, old William's story was interesting. How he was looking for meaning. and Well, that happened in episode that. 1. Oh, old, 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 old William. Williams. Yeah. Well, that we didn't get any of that character development until episode ten. What character development did we get along the way for William and old William until it was fi- until like the very last episode? Well, I mean, just I'm just just old William. He started out as a you know sadistic evil fuck. Then he it seemed that he was, you know, really looking for something. And then there was a story about how in, in the real world, he's a philanthropist, you know, and stuff. So you kind of get a different picture of him. But then when you see how young William turned out, you don't see the philanthropist anymore. You, you see exactly the um, early episodes, old William. You don't see any of the change process, right? You, you see William essentially flip on a dime. Yeah. To Man in Black, and there's no internal conflict he goes through. There's no struggle where he turns into the Man in Black. It's just there he, was, he kills a couple hundred hosts just to spite. Yeah, his there was there was a line in there that was almost an insult to to people who are fans of writing like me, where Charlotte said, "Is not what you writers like? Show don't tell." But that all the whole William story was telling instead of showing. Mm-hmm. The whole thing was telling instead of showing. Telling the whole thing, the whole fucking show. Right. All right. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to say. I'm, I'm curious to see what the plot is at the beginning of the next season. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm see curious how the chaos plays out. Yeah, that but, won't happen until like 2018, probably. Yeah, so other than the chaos playing out. I'm Where? not very interested in the emergent properties anymore. Yeah. Because they, they pooped all over it. Where do they go? Is it, does, does it just become now a, a Terminator story? Yeah. yeah. I guess now we know there's Shogun and, World or Samurai World. Samurai World, right. And, and Felix is like, oh, it's complicated. It's not complicated. People in the 1850s America West knew about Japanese and stuff like that, you know. It's not like they were aliens. Right. You know? So, I don't know why it was so complicated. Be like, okay, so you remember the part, you know, you've heard about Japanese samurai warriors, right? Well, there's another park, just like your western park, that's set, not complicated. Yeah. Yeah. 
Bad writing. Bad writing. It, yeah. it, it, the, the thing is filled with bad writing. So everything else is great about the show. But, you know, the answer I just said is not nearly as punchy. And maybe they couldn't punch it up, so they cut it. Yeah, I don't know. And I know the show went through a lot of reshoots, and you can see that they were needed, and they, didn't, they weren't fully. But, hey, people love it. People, I'm one of the few, apparently, who dis- mm-hmm. disliked A lot of people really loved it. So what, what, what can I tell you? A lot of people like Big Bang Theory, too. Bazinga. There was a lot of boobies with the girl, the snake girl fighting. <laughs> there were a lot of dicks too. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was there was plenty of dicks and boobies. Yes, yes there was. So I'll, I'll give Westworld, you know, credit for for you know not shying away from showing dick. I wonder if uh, I wonder who made the decision that when the hosts are being worked on, that they should all be naked. <laughs> Seems unnecessary. Seems gratuitous. What really seems gratuitous is the fact that, that, that all this QA shit, all these buildings, all all these rooms are glass. Mm-hmm. So that means that when when the QA guy goes to fuck Hector, he doesn't in fucking glass room that everyone can see. Yeah, I think it's a future culture thing. I don't know if it's that thought yeah. out. I think it's just it, it, it looks it, cool. It, you said yourself, privacy is dead. You know, it's it's a metaphor for no privacy in the future. I I suppose, but the the fact that they were that that the texts were you're breaking the rules. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, raping the hosts in plain sight of whoever might be on the floor. Mm-hmm. That seems to be go against that whole concept. So I don't know. <sighs> yeah. But he, and, but he had a heart on when he had a knife jammed through his throat, chest. They so. had attention to detail. It's great. A lot of the little <laughs> art stuff, the little, the, all, all the little stuff on the screen, you know, the mm-hmm. little code stuff. Great attention to detail by the art department. I mean, so many good things. So so many things that are that are laudable that this show does. It's just great stuff, mm-hmm. and it's all built on this this flimsy, uh, you know, house of cards. It's. Ugh. It's so frustrating to see something that has so much potential just be squandered like that. Yes. And now we just got to see how the chaos plays out, but I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to get back to that nuanced mystical thing that I liked so right, much. Right, the, the, um, the metaphysical con- con- questions about consciousness and stuff. Mm-hmm. Inter- you know, interesting storytelling stuff interesting places for the story to go. Right. No, I think it's all going to be a little Nolan puzzle box shit. Yeah. The ethics of, you know, when it's unethical to wipe a host, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You could have had some really interesting stuff. Didn't my... So this this was the logo at, at my hotel at the Grand Canyon. Doesn't it look like the Westworld logo? <laughs> it really does. <laughs> you, uh... <laughs> Anything weird? Do you have any, uh, seem like a dream from a long time ago? <laughs> you have any long, you have any dreams from a long time ago since you came back? It doesn't look like anything to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that, Grand Canyon, really cool. I mean, I didn't get to see much. I only got to see like two of the various, uh, you know, um, rims. Uh, uh, that are close to the south part of the of the park. 
Um, still looked pretty impressive. That was very impressive. Got lots of great pictures, uh, and went at night, like about nine fifteen, or and was there till like eleven, just staring at the stars and looking, going back and forth. Amazing dark skies. You finally understood why it's called the Milky Way. I mean, I've seen the Milky Way before. It's not like it's, mm-hmm. but this time I finally got it because what it looked like was. Someone had spilled milk on some black velvet and then, like, cleaned it up, but there's still, like, a leftover kind of milky stain. Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like. So you see this kind of milky stain and little, like, lots of stars in there. It's not like everything is white. It's just this mm-hmm. milky stain in the background. Whoa, okay. That, that makes sense now. And, like, I was able to get an iPhone picture of Orion. That's how bright it was. <laughs> I was able to get, like... The, mm-hmm. the stars of Orion, uh, which we would never do like here. It was um, it was pretty dark. I mean, not not Grand Canyon dark, but up mm-hmm. at Deer Camp, there, there are uh, camps in a but next to a big field, and they have a you know dawn to d- dusk to dawn light. But uh-huh. behind some pine trees, you can get out of the glare of that. And um, it was a Friday night when, or Saturday night when I was up there. Super clear, you could see the Milky Way. It was it, it's a good option for. It's it's an hour and a half closer than Cherry Spring mm. or Cherry Hill State Park. Yeah, if, if uh, we you know if we ever want to you know bring up something, I mean, but I didn't even need to have a. <laughs> there's plenty of stuff to see. You can see <laughs> plenty of meteors just uh, happening. And yeah, all types of shit. It was it was uh, it was impressive impressive night. Uh, so that was really cool. That's awesome. And then yeah, so I got to see basically. Close to sunset in the Grand Canyon, the nighttime, and then I, I woke up uh, for sunrise. And that was also very nice. Very pretty. And then I drove back to Phoenix and flew home. It cool. took a long time. <laughs> Sounded like it. I was surprised. You like, I'm not going to be home till 11, or, or it turned out to be 1. But uh... Yeah. Well, we, we got started in Detroit. It was snowing when it was time to board the plane, and we had to then get into the icer. And the de-icer, the plane in front of us, took like an hour, and then we took another thirty minutes or so. Gotcha. So whoop de doo, yeah. But I mean, I got to go to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. So it's you know it's not that bad. It's that I had. Like I said, yesterday I was just I was so exhausted. You, you messaged me saying we're going to do a show. And I, was, I was about to say fuck you. I was no, I wasn't asking optimistically. I was just asking because yeah. I thought I could not remember if you had mm. talked about doing it or not. But you know, I, I didn't plan to do one until uh, Sunday. But when this power failure thing happened, hey, opportunity presents itself. Um. Anything else? Anything else? Planet Earth 2. Planet Earth 2. Yeah. I still haven't seen the last episode, but I've seen all the other ones. You, you, so oh. you've all... I've seen you up to Grasslands, through Grasslands. So Cities is the one you haven't seen? Yeah, I guess, if that's the last one. I put up... Because I put up uh, the fourth one, and then the last two are... You know, there's another folder with the last two now. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you went in that folder and, and saw. Yeah, yeah. That's where that's where Grasslands was. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was so Greg and I were talking about. There's a couple shots that awed me, and I couldn't figure out how they did them. 
And there is a shot where I think it was the, the zebra and the lionesses. It was, they were the lions that were hunting the giraffe. And if you if you Google trying to find information about this, mm-hmm. all you're going to find is people talking about the giraffe running into that lion because that's a pretty amazing scene. Um, but they had these shots like only like a foot off the ground and like super focused and like showing the paws and the hooves sinking into the sand mm-hmm. and then trolleying away. It wasn't zooming out. It was trolleying away. And you were saying it was a, uh, a drone. Could have been. I, I don't, I can't see how those were drone shots. They were so close to the ground close enough to the animal not to be keeping it from mm-hmm. prowling and you know 4k video type i mean what you did you didn't upload 4k but you know 4k video type stuff you I know just... it could have been a driver drone and not a flying one yeah i mean i'm sure it was not a cameraman touching the camera but i think it was on rails could have been. Right, but it could have been an automatic There's camera. lots of different ways you can yeah. do it. But, but I the could... um, the uh, snow leopard shots. Those are, uh, oh, and the eagles fighting? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched every single episode. I haven't uh, watched the last, like, the, the Grasslands episode, so I, I don't know. Okay. No, but the snow leopard and the eagles fighting were in the mountains yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. So, yeah, there's just lots of great shots. It's it's, it's a great series, and it's always great to see, to hear David Attenborough mm-hmm. uh, narrate this stuff. Grasslands was a little weird for a couple of scenes because they were doing such small animals, and it almost seemed like the the staged shots in Micro Monsters, mm. where they had a table set up and cameras, and they ran the mouse past the cameras. You know, it really seemed like that was happening for some of the uh, grassland shots. Mm, they probably did do that. I mean, that you have to do that to some extent, yeah. yeah. But they've been able to capture so much stuff that they'd never seen before. It's still... mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still impressive as hell. That one shot where the camera just happened to be watching the crag, where the snow leopard's up on the crag and mm-hmm. calling out, because oh, amazing! <laughs> it just gives me chills thinking. Yeah, of, yeah. Of that. I don't think that's ever been filmed or even like you know uh-huh. known by scientists before then. So it's like really cool stuff, and and that that's the kind of stuff you can only really get with drones, being able to do that. Mm-hmm. So there's a good side to drones, people. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, once Planet Earth two airs in North America, you guys gotta watch it. It's... I think it'll be on Netflix. Okay, I think uh, it'll be on BBC America. Also, I think I think it's in January, February. Yeah. But uh, oh, it's awesome! Watch it. Watch it. Don't and uh, if you want to revisit Planet Earth, I think that's also on Netflix. The Richard Attenborough version. Watch that. Don't watch the. Discovery Channel Sigourney Weaver version. Oh, right. I mean, she's fine, but David Attenborough yeah. is man. Yeah, it's not like yeah, it's not like she did an awful job. It's just that she didn't. She 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 doesn't have the authority mm-hmm. that David Attenborough has. My kids love it. It's it's uh, we we're, t- we're watching everything mm-hmm. BBC Attenborough that we can watch right now. Did you get to see the Galapagos yet? Oh, uh, we got. One or we got one more episode on the Galapagos to still to Isn't watch. Isn't that good? Oh, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> and um, I put up a Secret Life of Plants. You yeah, haven't watched Life, that. Private one Life yet. of Plants. That's, that's older. Yeah, uh, I think it's it, it's still like um, 
standard definition, and it might, it might even be four by three because I think okay. it's nineteen nineties. Allie really liked Micro Monsters, uh, Frozen that, Planet. Yeah, that that it turned out that was only one season. There's another one called Natural Curiosities, which which went on for two seasons. Okay. So maybe I could find you those. Oh, they're so good, and uh, yeah, kids love watching them. So awesome. Speaking of which, so. <clears throat> At the Grand Canyon, there was some interesting stuff. Uh, there's a rock place. I got some of these. I thought that looked cool. Meteor dust. Huh? Yeah. Uh, is it magnetic? Some of it. Yeah. Neat. Uh, this is from Max. I, I saw it. it was like it was like on sale on Amazon. So I was like, <laughs> okay, he'll like that. And this is for Allie. These aren't from the Grand Canyon. These are from Morocco, but it was in a rock place at the Grand Canyon. So I was like, well, look at that. Well, All fossils. Will... Look in the back, and there's a... Um... She will dig that. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So you... And so if I don't get a chance to see her before Christmas, here we go. You'll probably see her before Christmas. I'll give you the chance to give it to her. <laughs> if not, then hand it over. Uh, yeah. And uh, so I was thinking we could look at this under a microscope or something. Yeah, sure. Meteor dust. Probably just looks like crystals after a while. Probably. Probably don't have to get too close up to look at it. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, well, I can't not buy this. I mean, that's neat. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so I did get some nice fossils from my desk. I didn't take a picture of them for some reason. I got like a really nice trilobite. Cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Love that shit. I found, I was, you know, doing my Greg Christmas shopping. I'm going to talk about a couple things that I didn't get you. Okay, sure. But on Amazon, these are really cool, but it wouldn't have been very effective. Is They have these one-by-one acrylic cubes with elements in it. So like you can get your whole periodic table of elements. Oh, yeah. With, yeah. with it, you know, encased in these one-by-one acrylic tubes. And some of them are 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Some of them are four hundred and fifty bucks. Right, yeah, yeah. I, I actually I looked online at getting one of those ones, like a, because a periodic table that had just a little... Pets and everything. I was like, yeah. The ones that are in the acrylic cubes, they look great. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I was still thinking about maybe getting, like, I don't know, what element would I get Greg if I only got him one? You know, like, that, <laughs> that's why I'm not going to do it because who knows? Yeah, but, yeah. you know, Bismuth looked pretty cool and, right. and a few of the others. But yeah, there you could get um, cesium was like $250, $300. Yeah, well, cesium, I don't know how I would resist the urge to not just break it open and throw it in some water. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be hard to get open, probably. And if it you stop me, <laughs> I just burned up three hundred dollars worth of cesium. Watch it explode my glass bowl. That sounds like a great present. I remember when I was in <laughs> middle school or mm-hmm. junior high. Presents have to be last a long time to be awesome. Because <laughs> you're right. Um, we had a laser disc show, and the, and I remember one of the things they show is they put the rare earth metals, you know, in the first column there, lithium down yeah. mm-hmm. through. I can't remember if the last one they did was rutherfordium or cesium, 
but they threw it all in water, right? And lithium kind of fizzles around and um, I'm going to forget the order, but potassium kind of fizzles around some more in like the next one. What comes after potassium? Well, it goes lithium, lithium and then uh, something else and then potassium. And potassium. Then potassium was like jumping around yeah. out of the water. Then the next one, which is, is it rubidium or rutherium or something like that? It kind of shot sparks like little, like, like a firework going off. And then the last one, sodium, 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 sodium yeah. potassium, rubidium, cesium, and then of course francium is way too uh, yeah active to do. I don't know if it, it must have been, I don't know if it was rubidium or cesium was the like the highest energy one that they did, but it basically blew the bowl apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reminds me of I wanted to get this sound. Try trying to find a sound clip. The only thing I have is is the video. I have to take the sound clip away from it. Uh, but. Uh, are you habitually using drugs right now? What has that got to do with it? Back off, man. I'm a scientist. (laughs) (laughs) I want to get that as a sound clip. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Yes. 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 Um... That's uh, that's all I got. I mean, uh, the retreat was, was fun. Had a good time. How uh, anything interesting happened while I was gone? Um, I redid my Wi-Fi. Got it working much better. Um, I switched from DDWRT to OpenWRT. Okay. And it's funny because you know five six years ago I switched away from OpenWRT through the tomato firmware to get the DDWRT because it was better. And now like DDWRT is stagnated and now OpenWRT is like jumped ahead by light years. So like I was having problems getting the Wi-Fi upstairs uh-huh. and whatnot. And also having a hard time getting the laser printer, which is not a network printer to be printed to from computers on the Wi-Fi mm-hmm. and whatnot. And so like this weekend, I was like, I'm going to get this motherfucking shit working, and I spent you know a long time trying to get the printing working with DDWRT, and it wasn't working. And I don't know, I thought I'd just try on one of the routers, my my back my, my backup router, OpenWRT to see because it had it actually has like a package repository where you can install like discrete packages, and uh, got it working. I'm like this is a lot different and a lot better than it was the last time I've used this, so. Got that set up for the main router, and you'll see it's different. It's my old Buffalo router, and then the the TP Link router is actually sitting up in the living room, just doing WDS, you know, kind of like a relay thing. And while it's not going to set any land speed records for bandwidth, um, it's solid and connectable. You know, cool. so I was I was getting so frustrated, I just couldn't get the Wi-Fi to work very good, and I'm like. I'm, I'm the IT guy. I should be able to get this to work. And I think I might have to end up paying the $300 for like a whole house Eero system or something like that. Sometimes. Sometimes you do. And I was like almost ready to like bite that bullet. But I figured, you know, like last ditch effort, I'm going to try 
a different firmware try this open wrtn and it's been great ever since so, great. now One it's been ingredient to this battle our secret ingredient the theme on which our chefs will offer their succulent variations today's secret ingredient is <laughs> I couldn't figure out why you sent me that picture for. I just had it and I figured, well, yeah, I'll send it to Jeff. <laughs> Beer! <laughs> because we should, maybe we should start the show. Because it was like in a reply to um, Heather and I went out. We went to see Jim Jeffries on mm-hmm. Saturday. And we were down at Blue Dust in Homestead. And she ordered a left hand milk stout. And she's like, this this taste doesn't taste right. This tastes off. You know, my wife knows when beer is like off yeah. now. And I tasted it, and it was, it was, it was not left hand milk stout as it's supposed to be. But it was interesting. It was had this really nutty flavor to it. I didn't get any replies to that tweet, but uh, I don't know. I, I was gonna ask the the bartender was too busy to really ask him like if it, the tap line had just changed or something like that. But I did. Did you see that picture of that um, hot sauce, the flashbang hot sauce that? Mm. So I was at Blue Dust and got some tacos. And he, asked, he wanted to know if I want any hot sauce. I'm like, well, I'll take the hottest stuff that you have. Oh, yes, yes. It, 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 what was that in? It was in like a... It was, I mean, it was in the... Here, I'll pull it up for you. It was in the bottle on the right there. But the bottle goes inside the little flashbang hand grenade thing. <laughs> was it hot? It was pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> I used just a teeny little bit... And um, it was it was difficult to it was good it wasn't too hot it wasn't incapacitating but it was difficult and then I woke up in the middle of the night like with uh, you know like that my stomach's like fighting off a fire <laughs> type thing wow well so be careful when you ask for the hottest stuff they have if it's a place that you know might have more than you know two kinds of Frank's hot sauce or something because <laughs> in most places I can handle hottest. But the dude flew to San Francisco and bought this and came back. So, okay, good to know. He said you're you're doing a lot better than most. Well, you, you should have woken him up and, and sent him a, a vine. Oh, I guess you can't send him a vine. Oh, is vine done? Yeah, I think vine is done. Oh man, let me see what happens if I try to open the app. I used vine not too long ago. I did kind of my last, like, vine because I could. Oh, it's still there. Oh, okay. Yeah, when kids were shooting the BB gun, I shot a couple of vines. I probably should export those. I mean, anyway. Snapchat got rid of vines, basically. I think Twitter video killed vine that more too. than anything. Um, did you see the um, the grouse? Pictures of the grouse that was hanging out with me when I was hunting. We talked all about it. Oh, did we? Okay. <laughs> I can't remember what we talked about. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's, let's get on to the beers. Okay. That's right. like a good idea. <laughs> hey, have you seen this grouse? Did I tell you anything about quantum mechanics yet? 